That's right, folks. It's time for the Nerdy Point of View podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Penaloza. With me today is only one of our potatoes. That's right. We're all now potatoes. I don't... Lamar, you're an honorary potato, regardless. I'll take it. Okay. I already have uh, the... Man, I... Uh, God damn it. I already have brown skin. So. <laughs> I was giving you more like a sweet potato. I know, but I immediately came up with that joke and I tried to like, oh no, not not immediately as the podcast starts. I had nowhere to go. You ever lose control of a car and then know the only direction you can go to is into an accident? That's so, exactly what happened with that joke. Fun, the fun only fact, place I, had I, to go. I, I know that twice over. <laughs> that is fucking terrible. You should stop uh, j- jacking and driving. No, you know what it was, actually? Mm. Um, <laughs> jacking and driving. <laughs> And it was when I was young um, and I had my first car. No, it was a, a poorly lit street with no signage letting you know there was a sharp turn ahead and that you were going to need to slow down drastically and gravel on the road. Wolf, the yeah. fuck? I know where you live. The fuck is this? This was uh, me getting lost on the way to my sister's color guard competition. Ah. And um, if you've never slid sideways through a field... And uh, come up to rest against somebody's fence. I didn't. I didn't make it to the show. I uh, I yep. had to go clean the shit out of my pants. I drove home. Fair. You know what? Very fair. Because uh, as a person who's driven in the south in the backwoods, uh, I've had that puckering moment myself a couple of times. Uh, most of the time in the middle of a field where no one could get you. Uh, but yeah, no, that that shit sucks. Oh, by the way, I'm Lamar. Nice to Yeah. Talk to you guys. Oh yeah, we yeah. were getting to that. <laughs> we immediately So before we started recording, Lamar said, let's see how long it takes to derail. And it was a, it was fucking immediate. Look, we need sometimes we need Carrie just to keep us focused. Yeah. Um She's our anchor. I'll, she really is our anchor. I miss Carrie so much. Uh we miss you, Carrie. I, I miss don't, you. She's in the other room, oh. so I don't. I don't have to miss her. Well, I saw her ten minutes ago. <laughs> well, good for you. Okay, some of us don't live anywhere near a Canadian. Okay. Oh, I guarantee you live somewhere near a Canadian. I would be fucking shocked if I lived near a Canadian. Actually. Okay, think think about this, because. The city you live in, in case you uh-huh. don't want anybody to know, I'm not going to say it, but the city you live in is a place where a lot of, it's very much a melting pot. A lot of people end up there. Yeah. By the way, I live in Los Angeles. If you can okay. find me based on that basic information, you are a goddamn genius. Listen, I just didn't want to presume. I didn't. No, want to, I just yeah. f- fucking fine. I appreciate it. Um, But yeah, you live in Los Angeles where everybody who wants to be a fucking movie star moves to. And yes. uh, I'm, listen, I know Canada just got their first talkies. And for those of you who are too young, a talkie is a talking motion picture, uh, you know, with with audible sounds. I, you know what? I thought you meant the actual snack food. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they just got takis. I don't think they Shit. have those yet. I, I, I didn't even know what a talkie was until I moved to California because it's like, wow, talkies are getting popular for such a shitty, spicy snack. They're not very good. Like, listen, no. okay, you know what? Let's. Let's be controversial for a second. <laughs> People hold this these rolled up tortilla chips covered in spicy lime flavored spices on a fucking pedestal. And yeah. you know what? Garbage. 
It's disgusting. It's just, it's, I would rather eat a lemon or lime because that's what it is. It's a crunchy ass lime. Yeah. With like, but like that makes your mouth hurt. It does. I, I don't know how people, I'm actually surprised you don't like it because it's very much a um, Californian thing. Okay. But here's the thing. I'm not your prototypical Californian. This, this is true. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like that should be obvious by now, but in case it's not, um, I'm, I'm, listen, I, I'm glad you're sitting down for this because I'm like, <laughs> your fucking mind. I'm oh, no. weird. Like, super weird. What? I don't, I don't fit into any particular, like, mold or, uh, you can't put me in a box, really, right? I gotta tell you, you're the first of your kind that I've ever met. <laughs> like, <laughs> the things that make what you are, I was like, I've never heard of this combination. I've never heard of this fusion, ha, huh, before, but here we are. <laughs> Are tortillas kosher? Um, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Probably. I feel as if that should be a question that you should have had to answer at some point in your life. uh, hmm. So here's the thing. Uh Uh-huh. I I practiced Judaism for years and years and years, but really it was when we moved moved back to East County. So I was in sixth grade, I think. We kind of stopped because the uh, (laughs) stereotypically temple is very expensive. Um, is it really oh my god yes to be part of a temple fuck yes so okay uh i've never been to church as an adult like mm. on my own we have what's called tithe just supposed to go 10 percent of your yeah uh your net to the church and shit like but like it's never cost like if you go broke you go broke <laughs> that's what happens but there's you're expensive? What? Yeah, now, I don't know the actual figures, um, but I know that my my grandfather, uh, who he died when my mama was 10, so I never actually met him, mm. but apparently I'm very much like him because uh, he left the temple and he prayed in the closet because he re- he said he refused to pay to pray. And Fair. you know what? I respect the shit out of that. But um, we, <laughs> you know, I, I was doing like the whole Sunday school thing and everything at the at the temple. You know, mm-hmm. we went to um, synagogue for prayer and all that shit. And I guess, it, you know, I guess the timing kind of lines up with when my dad got cancer. Um, we just, we fell on very hard um, times monetarily. So we we left the temple. I don't know how much it yeah. cost because I haven't been since. Although yeah. I thought about it. I have thought about it. Um, but the point is it is expensive. I don't know how much, but Yeah. That blows so, my mind. But also, yeah. like, as another person of an adult who follow, I I do follow religion, but I just haven't been to the church in so long because I don't, I don't feel like, I don't feel like waking. First thing, religious services needs to be, like, a Wednesday from, like, 8 to 9 once a week. Like, waking <laughs> up early on a Sunday after you've committed so much sinning is evil. <laughs> just Especially if you, evil. like, rub one sin out before you go. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That <laughs> pre Jesus room. <laughs> that pre Jesus room. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's before not stigmata. That's a white crust. Oh, God. That's pre getting your taking a shower, putting your good clothes on. That's early. That is waking up for school early to get that rub, and then. And then you have to yeah. shake your neighbor's hand during mass. Like, well, that's Catholic mass, but 
Um, well, no, for some sometimes in the Amy Zion and Baptist state, they will have you shake your neighbor's hand, shake the pastor's hand, shake oh, the no. pastor's wife's hand, hug your neighbor. Uh, one, one there's day a the lot pastor, of touching. One day the pastor just grabs your hand, pulls you in close, is like, I know what you did. Look, let me tell you something about pastors in my particular church. <laughs> I'm the one concerned. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sometimes the pastor's wife has the dirty look on her face, and then we're looking at one of the ladies of the church looking at the pastor a little too close is like, y'all, <laughs> y'all are breaking a sinner for. I know you are. So here, here's the weird dichotomy because <laughs> I don't know, I don't know shit about uh, Baptist. Was it like Southern Baptist? Because I know. Um, I, uh, <laughs> fucking, yeah, sure. For simplicity, okay. yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm not, I'm not super familiar with with Baptist, but um. You know, so my dad's Catholic, my mom's Jewish, so uh-huh. and my dad's Mexican Catholic, which is a whole fucking That's different a strong thing. ass Catholic. It's strong <laughs> ass Catholic, and <laughs> you know, uh, the thing with Catholics and Catholicism is, first of all, let me just say, I don't give a fuck what you pray to, who you pray to, what your religion is. Like, I really could give a shit. I will mock it all. I'll mock atheism. I'll mock it all. Yeah, on the exact same level. So before you get your fucking dick in a twist, like know that that's where I come from when I say this. They will fit a fucking mass into anything. Someone's mm-hmm. getting married. We're having mass. Uh, when you when you get tricked to going to your friend's confirmation because he's also Mexican Catholic. Yep. You have a mass. And when you're a Jew at mass, <laughs> it's a completely different experience. It's a than awkward, when, it? <laughs> which it's a completely different uh, experience than when you're not religious at all, you know? Um, mm-hmm. because when you're not religious at all, you're just like, wow, this is, this is dumb. I don't believe in any of this, you know, good for you, whatever. Uh, when you have spent time in another religion and then you're kind of being told, this is what we're doing. These are the songs we're singing, shake everyone's hands. The thing that got me and the thing that was most confusing was the kneeling and standing. Yeah. Um, cause I never knew when I was supposed to do what they weren't clear. They were just like, do this. And yep. everybody knew that that meant kneel or that meant stand. So I went to my friend's confirmation and I accidentally stood when the person behind me uh, was kneeling and that person was an old lady and uh, I had butted the fuck out of an old lady by accident (laughs) at Catholic mass. Brian, (laughs) Brian, it was a complete, I had no, I dude, I was like, I don't know, 12 or what, 13, whatever. Oh, that's old enough to knock her out. That's old enough to knock her out. I wasn't a tall child, but it was enough. It was enough to knock her out. This, um, but then, but then it gets better, because I didn't understand what the uh, the communion was. You fucked up too. Yes. No, no, no. I didn't. Only okay. because my dad was there. So everyone's lining up to you know have communion, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh shit, they got fucking snacks. This is great. Because, <laughs> well, you have to understand. <laughs> at the end. No. At the end of a service in a synagogue, everybody goes into a room and we share challah and wine and grape juice for the kids. You know, there's food. You know? So I see them. I'm like, oh, these are the, these are the snacks. And everyone's lighting up. And I go to line up. And my dad grabs me by the back of the shirt and drags me back into the pews. He's like, not you. Oh, my God. Okay. I swear I've told this story before. So the Baptists don't. We have we have our fucking rituals and shit, but when it comes to communion, 
anyone's allowed to go. Anyone's allowed to take the communion when it's offered. I think it's like once a month or the first month. Anyway, I went to, in, when you say mass is shoved to anything, fucking anything. A friend of mine in high school, his father died. Um, it was so sad. Me and my girlfriend at the time, we went to his, the funeral as like solidarity for, solidarity for him. Our friend lost a father. We went there. We're not Catholic. We have our own trauma religion. Anyway, <laughs> just like you said, Baptists, we don't have calisthenics in our church. We don't. We don't <laughs> really have the workout, dude. <laughs> we don't have the workout. We might have some exciting music, some baseball, dun dun dun, but that's about the fuck it. We, so I was already confused with what the hell was going on <laughs> because all we all of all the fucking Southern Baptists, the black, I'll say the black Christianity, all black Christianity is, is music, words, why this is important to the teachings of Jesus and food. That is all we do. We don't have a whole, and then, okay. But the thing is, is that they were offering communion and my, me and my head is like, I haven't been to church in a long time. I need to take communion. <laughs> I'll go and do it. And I didn't have a father or a fucking <laughs> someone of Catholicism to tell me not to do this. So I got up into this obviously white church and <laughs> got in line and just confused the shit out of both the priests. So I took the the cracker because they did was the person giving the fucking cracker is like, here you go random <laughs> black child in our church and the person with the cup just want to give it to me and so i was like you know what fuck it i know it's grape juice i don't give a shit i don't really need it and i sat back down and after everything was done my friend came up to me dying of laughter because he that's said <laughs> yeah it's a good friend the friend whose father we just fucking buried you probably he made his funeral <laughs> he was like you're not supposed to do that that was that was wrong. That was so wrong. You're supposed to talk to him first, and then do this and then do that. I'm like, we don't do all that shit in my church. You just show up, say I'm sorry for jacking it in the pews, and there you go. Oh my god. Oh, but that was fucking worth it. But yeah, no. Um, we don't have all that shit, man. It's very much. This which is why I'm able to. I I think it's because why I'm able to stay as religious as I am. I don't fucking give me a goddamn Bible test, but <laughs> but because I don't have like this, we don't have a lot of guilt. You know the worst thing about my upbringing. We did pretend that the choir director wasn't gay. That's all we really did. <laughs> he just had a, what they call a little sugar in the tank. He's just a little sweet, and he stays with his good friend Eric. They're they're good roommates. They're very close. <laughs> That's about I've it. Never heard a little sugar in the tank. You never heard a little sugar tank? No. Yeah, they're not gay. They just have a little sugar in the tank. <laughs> the choir director, the music director, the Vandross, they all just have a little sugar in the tank. That's it. That's it. They're just a little sweet. That's all it is. <laughs> so. <laughs> So I just, this might come as a surprise to you, but Judaism has a ton of guilt. I mean, Oh no. Oh yes. Like, and the, the thing is, is like, sometimes I joke that we invented guilt, but then I look at Catholics and I'm like, Hmm, um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys might have invented it, but the fucking Catholics 
effective. Well, here's the here's the thing. I'm I'm technically both, right? Well, at least my parents are. That so. explains so much of your overall personality. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I haven't felt good about myself since I was born. Um, you didn't but, have anywhere to go of joy. But but speaking of God, speaking of um, places not filled with joy and funerals, um. I went what? to I went to a viewing for my my grandmother's friend who died this mm-hmm. was again years ago, and um, now this is the Mexican side of my family, and my my nana is very Mexican, and her friend was very Mexican. Now here's the thing, no one, people should warn you before you go to do something like this because you know obviously I'm going out of respect for my nana, mm-hmm. um, but someone should tell you what you're about to experience because I didn't know. That we were gonna sit there and count rosary beads, and when I say count rosary beads, I don't mean one, two, three, four, you know, like that. I yeah. mean one prayer, then two prayer, then three, pr- and it's the same. It's the same prayer over and over again, and it's all in Spanish. And I don't. I'm the worst half Mexican ever because I don't <laughs> understand a lick of Spanish, so I'm just like <clears throat> sitting there. Everyone's saying it, you know. Everyone's saying the prayer and. I'm here's the thing even like when I'm not when I even when I'm I'm not religious now right mm-hmm. um but I still try to be respectful like if I go to dinner with a religious family and they you know do the prayer you know all yeah. over my my head yeah. um I, I just try to be respectful so when I'm in that position I would like to try to be respectful but I don't know what to do so I just like kind of like look down but I know that there's all these elderly Mexican people looking at me like this motherfucker <laughs> You don't even know the way you don't know our language. You don't know the words. <laughs> you are a bad Mexican. The person I felt worse for is my mom who, who brought us, uh, because she is, is white as a snowdrop and damn. Well, she's the, she's the Jewish side of the family. I know, but damn. <laughs> and, uh, in a, in a sea of, of Hispanic people, my mom sticks out a little bit, even more than I do. Damn. Um, and I'm half, so she's. But my, I love my mom because she's so blissfully unaware of any of this shit, and it just rolls right off her back. I'm completely self aware, and I'm like, oh, I'm fucking something up by being here. Also, yeah. I had about uh, four so- shots of espresso before I went because I was super tired after. Oh, so you was aware and moving at slow, like fast. I was I was completely wired because I thought the only thing worse than being wired was like falling asleep which i absolutely would have done in retrospect that is terrible <laughs> that is fucking terrible um religion's weird man like it's it's weird. weird i i i i guess the things we do is not overly weird because i'm used to it like uh, i'll just say black christians because don't lump us all in the same thing but we have a lot of similarities funerals are just dealt with differently like you just have to wait for the one church lady who needs attention to pass out and then you know it's time (laughs) to stop once once the music gets going and the pastor's yelling at you and people are singing loud and the lady passed out was like that's a good that's a good funeral and that's about and then we go get (laughs) Food that probably caused the death of the person that went down. Uh, fried chicken, collard greens, uh, ham hocks, stuff like that. My favorite joke whenever we bury a diabetic is to go back to a house and see like a table full of soda. I'm like, wow, we're going to go see them real quick, aren't we? Uh, 
that is just weird. Yeah. No, like actual, actual, like rituals, rich, rituals in religion is weird. Is I don't want to say weird because that's going to get me fucking hashtag, but <laughs> it's unusual for me because I guess the things I do just don't feel like rituals, except for uh, revival. That shit's weird. Have you heard of revival? I I think I know what you're talking about, but please, please describe it because I want to hear it in your words. This is very much a Baptist thing. It's uh, the Baptists are the are the guilts of the Christian faith because they want you to know that your sins are going to get you killed and that Jesus suffered for you. They are definitely, <laughs> and they don't do like the you need to be sad about this. They do like how fucking dare you waste <laughs> this lifetime that jesus put you gonna come over here and fuck that little girl across woo fuck that young woman across the <laughs> jesus christ i mean to, technically they'd probably be pissed about both yes hopefully <laughs> way more pissed about one than the other yes <laughs> god damn it all right how dare you go around and steal that candy from Mr. Jenkins' good corner store for everything that Jesus put you through. Revival is when they fucking piece by piece go through the fucking death of Jesus from the capturing to the whipping to the carrying to the stabbing to the nailing. And it's all designed to make you feel like utter shit not the i'm going to cocoon into a ball and be depressed the drying out of all the water in your body tears falling on the ground wailing asking for forgiveness the preacher takes a bible and throws it at somebody and it just <laughs> domes people in the head and die for your shit and it's this wild conundrum if you've seen the fucking videos of people like screaming and jumping up and shit and saying, I'm sorry. Those are the fucking Baptists. Those motherfuckers, and they are losing their mind. And you can get, I'll tell you, I got lost in the sauce more than once. You can get <laughs> lost in the sauce. It is the wildest shit. The reason I'm able to speak is because I. I went to a few Baptist services and I know exactly how they talk. It's it, mm, man. <laughs> like, and then everyone hugs. They go home, they have a nice meal. Someone probably drinks some alcohol and you go on about, Oh man, but it's real bad. I had a church that did a whole, they did a whole Broadway production with <laughs> My auntie belonged to a mega church, and they did a whole Broadway production of how Satan is slowly killing us all and killing. <laughs> they killed kids on the stage, <laughs> like someone like mocked murdering babies on stage. Red lights. Please tell me there's like a stereotypical devil costume, like you know the red spandex tights with like no. The you know tail. what I would say? They did it very good. It was more like um, uh, Emperor Palpatine. They had him dressed like Emperor okay. Palpatine. Okay. Uh, you know, black hood, black hands, uh, dark. Satan. <laughs> That's what they did. I like to think that like <laughs> someone was like watching fucking Star Wars was like, "There's our Satan." 
Yeah, they did it, Satan. <laughs> and then like one little girl come out and was like, I don't believe in you, Satan. And then like the whole world explodes into joy. And Satan's like, the <laughs> fuck you don't. <laughs> yeah, no. But then it's like, I believe in Jesus. And then Satan's not able to touch the little girl. Like, ah! And like, Jesus! Ah! She's using a force. It's like, yes! It was literally unlimited power. And then all the sinners started accepting Jesus. And they got up to their feet and said, Jesus! Ah! And they all defeated Jesus together. Did the crowd get involved? Like, did the crowd start ch- chanting Jesus? Oh, they, of Jesus? course, like... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course, it was like, Jesus! Ah! And they all started defeating the demon themselves. And it, it melted. I remember... They had the production value to have Satan melt into the goddamn stage with fog and shit coming out of it. <laughs> no! Flashing lights, red and shit. And then when everyone defeated, everyone hugged and they did a big dance and they signed Jesus and did a whole like, sign language thing. And it was like the ending of the Lion King. They brought someone up and they put him on the pride <laughs> rock. It was really weird. But it was a good production. I gotta tell you, ten out of ten, very good. You know, when you <laughs> when you're describing uh, revival, you know, and talking about like going from the whole, you know, Jesus being captured to the end, part of me is like, man, that that sounds like interesting as shit to sit in on. But then I remembered I'm a Jew, and yeah. I'd imagine if they're going through that whole thing, they probably don't leave out the part where they're mad at us. You know, so I will tell you this from my world we didn't focus too much on the fact that <laughs> the Jewish people did it. Um, <laughs> that was okay. Everyone thinks we did everything. Everyone anyway. did. It, it wasn't brought up in my group of religious goers. We were more of the, we, we were taught more of, it was a lack of faith. It was the government. It was the, it was the corrupt church. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't just point at, you know who the promise is? This particular ethnic group. I'm not maybe it's, beca- I'm maybe not- it's because we're a bunch of black people and we don't want to point at other <laughs> ethnic groups of being like, that's the problem all the time. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to lie, man. Like when I was growing up, I absolutely, before I started just like hiding being Jewish, mm-hmm. I absolutely had uh, other kids like walk up to me, point in my face and scream at me how I was, I was at fault for the death of Jesus. That's fucked. This is shit that legitimately happened to me on many occasions. That's true fucked. I <laughs> so I that's that. true you know, fucked. Just, so I automatically just assume now whenever someone's telling the story of Jesus, like these people are getting it from somewhere. Um, I, so it's here's good to the know. thing. It's good to know. This is the thing I'll tell you. It's probably happening to some people. My particular group of people didn't focus on that shit too much. <laughs> but if it makes you feel better. I didn't meet a Jewish person until my sophomore sophomore uh, year in high school, and then um, it was weird. I'm gonna was... tell you right now, Lamar. Mm-hmm. That's not the first one you met. That's the first one you know that you. Met. <laughs> that was because the first one there's... you said they didn't celebrate Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm gonna tell you right now, there was plenty like me who were like, you know what? We're just gonna pretend. <laughs> oh yeah, Christmas is coming. Great, Santa Claus. Oh, motherfucker. I will say, I, I swear we've covered this before. I I had definitely a different upbringing than a lot of people because while I didn't know a lot of Jewish people, it wasn't hidden from me. Like, I remember we had a whole ass assembly 
in my ghetto ass elementary school about what Hanukkah was. Like they went through the dreidel, they went through the chocolate coins, they taught us how to play dreidel, they went through the yarmulke, they went through the fucking story of Passover and Hanukkah. Like this is why we have candles, and this is why like eight days of oil lasted longer than it should have. <laughs> like. They taught us all that in school at the time. We didn't have, like, I guess because most of us are Christians, we really need someone to come by like, Jesus. <laughs> Although our choir director didn't hide that shit at all. I think we, I remember in fourth grade, we sang, I believe I can fly. That did not age well, but here we are. <laughs> um, <laughs> choir teacher starts pissing on the students. Ah, God! <laughs> I remember that particular choir teacher was, as they said, had a little sugar in the tank. But... <laughs> You know, I'm going to tell you something about, about me that's going to blow your fucking mind. Right. Uh, I actually spent a couple years in choir. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Oh, here's a dumb question. Do, do, yeah. do, 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 do Jewish... Do Jewish people have choir songs? Not that I'm... Well, we have, we have like, psalms and stuff that we sing, but... Okay. It's all Old Testament shit. Y'all don't have, like, contemporary, like, Jesus is love. No. Or, like, Abraham is dope. So, <laughs> so in in the Jewish religion, um, all of our prayers are song. Like, okay. All, like, That's I mean, why can, this shit sings sing songy. Yeah. Now, you can you can obviously say the prayer out of song. And, like, typically when I do the Hanukkah prayer uh, still because I, I, you know, when I go to my mom's for Hanukkah. Right. She, wants, she likes to hear the prayer, so I say the prayer. Um, I, I can't bring myself to do it in the song you know i can't go that far but you know i i still know the prayer i have it memorized it's all in hebrew um but yeah it's a very um very much you just sing your prayers is is how that works so we don't have like we don't have like you know jewish metal uh bands you know (laughs) that are are singing the praises of of moses or whatever but you know we do we do have our you know some like religious songs and stuff like that uh but nothing like like a church does you know yeah um, but anyway, back to this choir thing. Um, I'll never forget the first time I was tokenized and what? <laughs> well, I was the, uh, I was the only Jewish kid in choir and we did the holiday special and who do you think was singing dreidel, dreidel, dreidel? Yes! 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 <laughs> They're like, I like to imagine the conversation like behind closed doors was like, oh, God damn it. We have a Jew. Well, we got to do something for him. I don't know. Let him sing the Dreadle song. That'll make him happy. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what's probably sadder? You know what's probably sadder? In my experience, I will say it wasn't even that vindictive. I bet someone was just stupid. He was like, you know, we have a Jewish boy in our choir. I think it will make him feel real comfortable if he sang Dreidel in front of all his family and friends. You know, so he feels included. <laughs> that is just probably right. She was really nice, so you're probably right. <laughs> you know what's fucked up? The only reason why I know that song is because of South Park. Yeah, that's, that's why most fun. people know that song. <laughs> Courtney Cox. That and, uh, I love you. That and uh, Rugrats, probably. 
The Rugrats did a lot for Judaism. <laughs> well, you know what? Shit. They did. <laughs> they did. It was it honestly that was like some of the first positive like interpretations of, of Judaism in popular culture was fucking Rugrats. Then the uh, this is probably wrong. Prince of Egypt? I think that's you guys too. It is. Um yeah. I would say yeah. I mean it's technically the story of Passover. Technically. Tech yeah. It is. Yeah, that is. Yeah, because a lot I, more, a lot more singing than I think was being done as we were being whipped and dragging <laughs> giant rocks of a pyramid. Deliver yeah. us! Pow! <laughs> oh, fuck! We were in, we were in Hava Nagiling our way up the fucking pyramids of Egypt. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh. You know, that that is that is one of the things about being Jewish is uh oh. we, we as a as a as a people we have oh. a lot of trauma but we just pretty much laugh oh. about it most of the time because what are you gonna do like every, like seriously when you think about it Lamar um and this isn't this honestly isn't in the public eye that much but right. like every six months or so something pops up where it's like ah oh, it's the fucking Jews the fucking Jews are at it again. And so it's about like a six month cycle, but, but because nobody really talks about it or anything, it kind of gets swept under the rug and everyone's like, Oh, that's not anti-Semitic. They just hate Israel. It's like, no, you, you hate Jews. So, Oh God, we're going to make a hard left turn here. I will say that before you're the only friend I have that has come out and say, I am Jewish. I am from the Jewish people and stuff like that. I probably have more, but they never like, it's never been a topic of discussion yeah with that said i will say that i've had a blindness to how much it is i'm aware of the big shit obviously yeah <laughs> but i've never holocaust seen was kind of hard to sweep under the rug yeah holocaust <laughs> a little different white on white crime is weird anyway um <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> now that <laughs> Now that I've been talking to you and your friend and stuff, I'm noticing, maybe it's because of the, the algorithms, that there is a lot of um, microaggressions to your people uh, throughout the year. Uh, sometimes it just reaches to a head. But it, it never became as apparent as it is now that I, I'm aware of the shit. And I think that's, that, that bleeds into a lot of things about, like, <clears throat> different comparisons. But that's a lot of shit with... Um, black history too and stuff like that mm -hmm. when um, I hear like old white folks going I didn't no I didn't like it's not in the world it's not in the world they didn't see it like I just read and recently like you know the thing about segregation it was segregated they didn't know <laughs> the yeah. average person didn't yeah. fucking know no 100% it's like, yeah it's like we just didn't see the black person came around the corner that's that's what had happened we didn't see the problem in it, they were just living their lives. The average person didn't see what the problem was because it was the segregation. And I think that's what happened. In, not, not, I'm not fucking comparing that shit to what I'm seeing, but I'm just saying there's a blindness to things you just are not a part of. No, it's 100% true. Life. It's 100% so, true. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I've always more like, I don't know, been open to having like those discussions and stuff like that. Like, you know, one of the reasons why I've always gotten along really well with my other friends who, um, you know, have dealt with racism and stuff like that is we just talk about it. 
you know, because mm-hmm. we can relate on a certain level with it. And obviously it's different and every, every race experiences it differently, mm-hmm. but there's a common theme. And a lot of times, most of it's ignorance. And oh, well, and, and the thing is, is that that's why it drives me crazy when people are like, it's not my job to educate you. It's not my job as a Jew to educate other people about how fucked things can get. Like when, when uh, COVID was a very scary time for Jews in New York, like the mayor and the governor were out for Jewish blood. I do. I don't care what anybody fucking says. That was the case. They were locking up Jewish fucking playgrounds. They were yeah. constantly calling out the Jews specifically <clears throat> as opposed to any other group of people. And it led to a lot of an uptick of hate crimes. A lot of Jewish blood in the streets from it. People were getting beaten. And no I one did a fucking thing about it. And nobody talked about it. It never, there was no fucking marches for the Jews. No one gave a fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. But my point of all this is that because we have a difficult time having these discussions, you know, people just get exasperated and it's like, it's not my job. It's not my job. But if you don't talk about it, then no one fucking knows, you know, and it doesn't have to be a difficult conversation. I mean, it's <clears throat> difficult, but you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be a right. mean spirited or a negative thing. Like we can all come away from something like that as a better person having Look through the eyes of another by hearing their experiences and, you know, not acting reflexively defensively. Yeah, I, I, I really, I 100% agree with you. And I, I've always thought that in, I'm a naive person. I will say that up and down, left and right, that as long as you come with the feeling that I'm not trying to hurt you, I'm just trying to understand, like, I've talked to a lot of, I've talked to a lot of dumb white people and a lot of times they just don't know. They had no idea. Like when I moved to Connecticut, um, a lot of, it wasn't, it wasn't, I'm going to kill you racism, but it was still racism. Mm -hmm. Why? They didn't know their entire, their entire interaction with black people is based on what they see in movies and television and the fucking roughest part of the city. And like, they didn't, meet with like what actual like regular ass black people are like what also like and it's all because they just don't know or they're just regurgitating the same information they've been told by their fucking grandparents or great grandparents mm-hmm. and stuff like that and it's 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 hard and I, I i agree with you to a point while it is not everyone's responsibility to educate you about the struggles of a certain group of people it helps <laughs> if you yeah. have the spoons to be able to educate and i and also if you stop listening to people who make money from saying shit online yes because they yes they don't have your best interests at heart because you're never going to change the mind of any political pundit because that's how they make their money even if they know better about what they're saying that's their livelihood like if we say if we bring something to the best conclusion like the best intentions these political pundits that are saying these borderline just outside of the legal realms racist shit even if they knew better they're not going to change they're not going to switch because that's their livelihood. Yeah. And when your livelihood's in danger or your fucking identity is in danger, you're gonna stick down to the shit. So <sighs> <sighs> get off the soapbox before I start preaching like 
We should stop. News should not be in. News should not be entertainment. News should not be entertainment. I agree. News should just be reports. Yes. But, it should be facts, and then people should make up their fucking minds about the facts. Yes, um, it should be, but like fucking I, figuring out the difference between the two and regulating that shit can, is a, and I hate this argument, a slippery slope. But it is. It absolutely <laughs> it is. Absolutely is. Like, um, and real quick, I wanna, I wanna um, clarify kind of what I meant by the whole "it's not my job to educate you." Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not saying that everybody should or should feel that it's incumbent on them because I don't feel that way at all. Mm-hmm. It's the people who are loudly constantly talking about things like that and are constantly shitting on people or starting hate mobs against people. And then when someone's like, well, then tell me what the right thing to do is, or, you know, tell me your experience or whatever. And then they say, well, it's not my job to educate you. It's like, well then shut the fuck up. Right. Because if you have enough spoons to constantly bitching about things, then you have enough spoons to make a fucking difference about it. That's the way I I feel about it. Because otherwise you're a fucking grifter. There's so many things I want to say. Like, I agree. That, oh, I'm not gonna stand that so bust. That's when I finally decide that I'm done trying to appease the masses because I am trying to appease the masses. I'm trying to grow my goddamn uh, social media presence. The day I'm done with all that shit is the day where I will let my actual thoughts and feelings go. If I get a fucking time clock on how, lo- how long I'm gonna live. <laughs> Man, man, am I gonna let the shit fly? But until then, everything is awesome. So everything is cool. To make another left turn. Speaking of, (laughs) no, speaking of like saying what's on your mind and shit, man, running for president has been great. Uh, For those of you don't know, (laughs) no, seriously. For those of you don't who don't know, um, I've been running for president for 2024. I will finally be of age that I can serve as the commander in chief. Or is uh, I will be changing it to the shit poster in chief. And uh, my platform is very simple. For those of you who don't know, I can't possibly fuck it up worse than the last couple guys. Fair. Simple as that. Uh, like literally, if I was trying, I couldn't fuck it up worse than the last couple guys. Um, but that said, one of the uh, one of the most fun aspects of uh, running for president on Twitter has been just saying whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> it has been incredibly freeing. Just talking about whatever I want, like bringing back the uh, the twelve inch pizza, um, because the twelve inches represents uh, the imperial measurement system, which is far better than the metric uh, measurement system that you dirty communists use. That's right, I fucking said it. Um, I've been I've been having a lot of fun with it, man. Like I've been having just saying all sorts of just weird shit. Um, I'm endorsed by the Skunk Party of America. In case you didn't the know, Skunk yes. Party. Of America. Yes. They have legitimate concerns about the way this country is being run. I, I shouldn't <laughs> do this. I'm just I'm just making sure you're full of shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know what's fucked up? I had to make sure you was full of shit. You know, you know what's uh, you know what's really fucked up is that's not the worst lie a politician's ever told. It's not. It's not. Um Brian. Brian. Yes. yes. Let just let me be your vice president. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. No, that's actually perfect because I was trying to d- figure out who could be my bri- vice president. You are absolutely fucking perfect. I think I'm just within uh, one more year. By the time we run, by the, yeah, I'll by be the time, exactly. Um, <laughs> you know what? And it's funny because I, I was thinking about this low key, and I haven't said it out loud yet, so I'll say it now. It's uh, it's about time 
that a Jew was president. <laughs> oh no. Hey, listen, if everyone's going to accuse us of running the fucking world, fucking YOLO, let's do it. I, 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 I hate to say this. I will keep that shit until you get voted in. <laughs> keep that shit deep because everyone in the country gets to vote from sea to shining fucking sea, <laughs> especially those fuckers in the Appalachians who have to deal with the wood ghost every once in a while. Don't, <laughs> don't let that shit, you know, keep that shit quiet. But you know what? Okay. So here's the weirdest thing about this whole thing. Uh-huh. Is um, like I'm actually gaining support somehow. The fuck, like there's there is a a a a not significant but not insignificant amount of people who are like, yes, let's fucking do this, and I think here's why. I'm just a fucking dude. I sit in my house and I play Final Fantasy 14. I go to work and I sell car parts. That's what I do. I have enough money to eat food. And wipe my ass. And that's about it. I could give a fuck about being rich. Like, to me, the presidential salary of, like, four hundred dollars or $450,000 a year, mm-hmm. to me, that's rich. I don't Good need enough. someone showering me with millions of dollars. Therefore, I'm not beholden to any special interest. Because I don't care. Because that's not why I want to do it. The reason why, and this is legit, the reason why I really do would and would want to be president is because I just want to do the right fucking thing. Like, for real, I don't want to do what the lobbyists are telling me I need to do. Or, you know, we donated this much to your campaign, so we expect this in return. I don't want any of that shit. Like, what's actually going to make things better? Because how long has it been since we've had anybody in any elected office actually say what's going to actually make anything fucking better? Now, that's probably why I'll never win. But that said, that said, stranger things have fucking happened. Strange things happen. Technically, technically by the Constitution of the United States, you could win by writing. It's yeah. very possible. It is. You don't, it, if if more than half of the country knew who the fuck you were and decided to vote for you, they could just say, fuck everyone on the ballot, and it's this guy. Mickey Mouse gets a couple thousand every election. Dude, one one city elected a dog as mayor. If a dog can be mayor, I can be fucking president. Isn't and oh, wrong? by the way, he won re-election. So you did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> good job. I gotta say, good policies. And yeah. I'm gonna tell you, and a, and a very good boy. He's a very good boy. I <laughs> shit like that makes me wonder what certain positions do. Do you know that? Caned from the WWE, Glenn Jacobs, is the mayor of Knoxville County. Yep. I actually knew that. And while he is in office, he will make appearances at the WWE to wrestle. Now, Brian, if you are an elected official, why are you wrestling? Because it's fun. Brian, shouldn't you be running the county? Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> no, and here's the thing about management. Um, as somebody who's been a manager, mm-hmm. if you are a good manager and you're able to delegate good people to get shit done, you shouldn't have to always be in the office. Like, for real. Like, that's the whole point of being a good manager. And I would like to think that if you're running a fucking city or a state or the country, you should probably be a really fucking good manager. 
Now it's different when you become president and right. the whole country's depending on you, but when it's just like a city, um, you know, you, you can, you can go wrestle once in a while. And honestly, a lot of politicians, n- not necessarily a lot anymore, but there was a time when a lot of politicians, uh, would work a second job because they honestly weren't making a ton being a politician and they were doing it because they legitimately wanted to serve the interests of the people that they were serving. Right. Um, that's mostly gone away, but I would imagine that if somebody was like me, who's like, I just want to do this because I want good to be done, but I also have a fucking mortgage and being mayor ain't really paying the bills. I'm going to go in and collect a couple paychecks as a fucking wrestler. That's a lot. I feel as if you should be, I feel as if you should be in your ass in the office. I think I want your ass (laughs) in the office. That's how, that's the thing. If you get elected as an elected official, I'm the fucking shareholder. Get your ass <laughs> back to work and make sure my shit don't fuck up. Make sure my investment doesn't fuck up. Get your ass back to work. I'd be so mad if I saw Eric Garcetti fucking hitting people with chairs on national <laughs> television. I would be so fucking mad. <laughs> Get your ass. Okay, but here's the thing you have to consider, and I think this is important. It's it's more important to see that person behind a fucking desk if the place is going to shit. But if everything's great in your city, things are getting done, and you're happy, who gives a fuck? I give a fuck because I I voted for you. Get your ass to work. (laughs) If I have to take my black ass to work every day for a minimum eight hours a day. You need to take your fucking ass to work. But technically, Eight he hours is. A day. Technically, he is. He's just working two jobs. Get your ass. And one of them. Now, here's the thing I would be concerned about. <laughs> All right, you have your second job. You're out there wrestling. But if you take a shot to the head with a chair and that's your ass, <laughs> well, now we've got to vote for somebody new, and that's going to be a pain in the ass. And <laughs> that's my concern. <laughs> Stone Cold Amendment. If the mayor gets struck in the head with a chair and goes unconscious, the deputy mayor becomes mayor. No, even better. The person who knocked him out becomes president or, or fucking mayor. That would be hall. See, then it'll be a true battle dome. But then yes. we'll get that's just two steps from no, idiocracy. Let's, let's, and I can't let's do that. Let's try it in just one city. Fuck it. New York. I want to see it in New York because let's face it. New York doesn't have a lot going for it right now. They're not doing a whole lot right. So let that let it happen there. New York, I feel there are certain cities in this country that I feel are just fucked because it just can't. It just look for the size and amount of people in Los Angeles. This is actually a pretty well run city if we really think about it. But like New York, that's just sardines on top of sardines. Yep. You can't fix that. You San don't Francisco. have enough time and money. San Francisco. Uh, you don't. You, there's not enough <laughs> trucks to clean the shit on the streets. Not enough trucks. The trans. The San Francisco is a problem of success. That's what happens. When success yeah. happens too fast. They too, couldn't exactly too much success, the, and yeah. it pushed out a lot of people and made a lot of people homeless. Yep. 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 Um. I don't. I. Detroit might just be. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know how I don't know who or how to fix Detroit and I'm not even going to like I have a plan. D- proud people proud people and good people not even saying that 
but I don't know how. <laughs> I do. Um, actually, when I was uh, when I was selling myself as president to one of my coworkers, uh huh, um, I was explaining my plan for Detroit because I don't know why it came up, but my plan for Detroit is to uh, create a treaty with Canada and we give them back Detroit. It becomes a <laughs> it becomes a Canadian city, and we re redraw the borders. Problem solved. Give the trick to Canada. Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> Canada doesn't want that shit. Canada's not prepared for Detroit. Honestly, I think Canada could use a little excitement. I... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening, gay? Eh? <laughs> what Why the fuck that... you call me? <laughs> I do want to see the Mounties deal with that shit. I think <laughs> I think if we allow Moose in you know what I do believe if we allow Moose in Detroit, shit will settle itself out. Yeah. Can't have can't have crime if a moose is about to fuck your shit up. Dude, moose are the great equalizers. <laughs> they are <laughs> let me tell you, places with moose, very low crime. I'm gonna tell you what, man, like as many guns as Detroit has, doesn't have enough. Not, not for a fucking moose. <laughs> Goddamn land dragon. That's you didn't shoot a moose. All you did was piss it off. Yeah, you got you gotta shoot a moose. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. I was so mad the day I figured out how big an actual moose is. Yeah. Because right? I just thought they were like large. I thought it was like uh, horse deer. It is yeah. horse deer. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, I, like maybe like you know. A horse deer with a little junk in the trunk like you know yeah, it's like, kind of thick more, more, more like a clydesdale no yeah they're fucking north american elephants those yes. are big sons of yes. bitches yeah <laughs> like, and, I, and shooting one is like fucking hitting it with a spit wad oh yeah oh no you have to, a lot of bullets yeah, you all. just you insulted it is all you did the magnum will make it think about it yeah um <laughs> be like huh that one tickled i think releasing moose into detroit would definitely cause <laughs> a lot of fixing of the world you know what that, that actually gives me a really good idea lamar we can solve all the world's problems by releasing moose into the cities no <laughs> i Not believe every city, just ones that are too far gone i believe you're gonna run into the same issue that australia had when they introduced um what the fuck did australia drop was it the bunnies I think it was the bunnies. There was a guy who uh, who released 24 bunnies to hunt for sport, and now there's like 7 million bunnies. Yeah. He no, fucked up. I, he didn't get them all. No, no. So <laughs> it was beyond that. I think there was, I forgot the exact animals, but Australia basically had like this infestation of some shit. It's, I think it was frogs. I think someone brought a frog over, and the frogs fucked and made more frogs, and so they dropped like mongoose and the oh, mongoose yes. fucked, and then they dropped snakes, and then the snakes fucked. Like something happened where yeah, it was there was just like a chain, a chain of we can't kill them all. <laughs> <laughs> it just became worse and worse. The next thing you know, they just have dragons everywhere. I wouldn't be surprised if Australia all of a sudden had dragons. Australia just turns into that fucking movie Reign of Fire. Oh fucking! I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I, the amount of stories I've heard about just w large dinner plate sized spiders just hanging out. Mm -hmm. Can't the do it. Spider. Oh, I can't. Fuck. I okay. Would... <laughs> so no, I, sir. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast and I don't remember. 
I think one of the people on the podcast was Australian, and that's why it came up. So, so somebody wrote in about the huntsman spider, mm. and they told a story about how when you step on a huntsman spider, <laughs> it doesn't squish it. Its body is too hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's horrible, right? God damn it. It feels terrible all over my body. It feels terrible. <laughs> my entire body wrenched at the... Ah, fuck. God. That's why I don't want to go to Australia. I want to go to Australia. I want to visit the lovely land of Australia to see how a fucking prison colony became a very beautiful landscape of racism. I would really love to see that shit. But I can't do your fucking wildlife. I can't. There's a I there's can't. a video from Australia. Uh, it was a person, they were in their car, and somebody was taking video from behind it. And this massive fucking spider squeezed itself through, like, the back window and just crawled into the car. Can you imagine just no. driving and all of a sudden you feel a tickle on your shoulder and a spider the size of your fucking fist is climbing down you? I would, I would, I, I would die. I would, I, that's, that's the end of me. That's the end of me. That's what happened with Amari. He freaked out, flipped the car over, and tried to set himself and the spider on fire. Because that's the... The worst part is they live in a place that's constantly on fire, so they're immune to the fire. No! <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a country full of lava lantulas. Fucking that... Australia is just... The only country <laughs> with fucking animals so yoked they can knock out a fucking boxer. And I'm talking about People kangaroos. People make fun of Africa for having, like, a lot of animals. Australia has the most I-will-fucking-murder-you animals per capita. Oh, dude, 100%. Africa. If you took the African wildlife and put it against the Australian wildlife, they're gone. Oh, Australia all day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it'd be like an ant. It'd be one yeah. of those ants taking out an elephant. It would just fucking... No. <laughs> it would be like the episode of Deadliest Warrior where they put William Wallace versus Shaka Zulu. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm I gonna think tell that's you right an now. Apple's actual episode. Yeah. Uh Shaka Zulu didn't fare too well against the fucking Claymore. Can't can't fight steel. <laughs> can't no. fight steel with spears. Uh, he did his best with a hide shield. I'm sure he fucking did. Which will explain why there's so many of us in America right now, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Fight, you know, I, at first six. I thought I got the joke, and then I did it, and then I then I got the joke. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that was. You know what I like is the only people who are gonna laugh at that are people who really are cerebral. You know, yeah, people yeah. who there's really a lot of layers think. in that joke. There is a lot of layers in that joke. Oh, oh. that that's probably a good place to end it. You know, this has been an interesting one, man. We uh, we went real hard into religion, learning a lot, laughing a lot. Then we had a really frank conversation about racism, which holy shit, nobody could, nobody does anymore. At really. the nerdy point of view yeah. podcast, you never know what you're gonna get with us. You know, then we're talking about spiders the size of your fist trying to dry hump your face. We did start with Lollafels. I will say that shit before that we recorded. Fuck. <laughs> We went all oh, this is a deep Welcome to the Hard in the Paint podcast, but Mark. <laughs> this is Brian. I hope you're prepared for this one, you fucking depressed bastards. They're not. Oh god. But as always, thank you so much for hanging out with us at the Nerdy Point of View podcast. 
Uh, as always, you can find the show on Twitter at NerdyPOV. That's at NerdyPOV. You can find me on Twitter at CPTSugarBear. That's at CPTSugarBear. Go there to follow my presidential campaign and uh, see my platform and, uh, you know, ask me questions about my positions on things. I'm happy to answer any of my uh, potential constitu- uh, constituents. Yeah, I fucked that word up. But guess what? It's because I'm a regular-ass guy. All right? I'm not bought and paid for by anybody except myself. So, you know, whatever. Lamar, where are you on the internet and what are you working on? Top of the morning to you, lads. Lasses, my name is Lamar the Con Guy, L-E-M-A-R, the Con Guy. Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, all under the same handle. Or you go to my link tree, link, tr.ee slash Lamar the Con Guy. Um, by the time this comes out, I would have already been at Fanime in San Jose, uh, probably heading to Anime Riverside the weekend this comes out. Then, uh... July, the first weekend, fourth though, fourth of July weekend, I'll be going to Anime Expo, and then um, San Diego Comic Con. I'm going to San Diego Comic Con, doing panels at all of these places. Uh, as a giant fat man, hopefully my heart doesn't give out before I can do all this shit. But uh, yeah, say hello to me. Follow my Twitter because I'm so close to 700. I can smell it. it smells like. Dank memes. The dankest of memes, though. <laughs> uh, well, with that, this has been a very full episode. So we are out. Booty, 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 rocking some places. But not others. Racism.